Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I have a special guest with me, Dr. Leslie, and we are discussing advocating for ourselves, our healthcare, just the changes she's willing to make. We met back in January at an event I attended. And when I heard her speak, I'm like, I need this woman in my world because she is changing the narrative. And what she does is so impactful to so many individuals. So with that being said, Dr. Leslie, welcome in to the Motivated Mompreneur podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me so much. Oh my gosh, you are just such a light that we need. So can you tell listeners more about yourself, who you are and what you do? All right. Yeah. Um, So my name is Dr. Leslie McElrath. I am a board certified family physician licensed in the state of Ohio. Uh, But my focus is on wellness and prevention and what that should look like. Uh, To me, wellness and prevention is not just about, are you taking your meds? Is your blood pressure under control? Is your, you know, blood sugar under control? But is it, are, are you able to reconnect with yourself and ground yourself when life is going crazy? Are you able to deal with life stressors? Um, Do you have the ability to experience touch? You know, all of these things create your world and all of those things are important to me. It's not just about the meds. It's about who you are as a whole person and are you living your best life? Oh my gosh, so good. Because I feel like with modern medicine, a lot of us have lost touch with the whole person. So many physicians have lost touch. You know, you go in and you see the doctor, they they seem rushed and you're in, you're out. You don't even know what just happened and they give you a script for meds and you have questions, but you're just kind of going through the motions. So what led you to want to do something different, something along the, the lines of what you're doing right now? Yeah, so... Uh, When I was in training, um, med school and residency, honestly, I was not your typical doctor. Um, I was the one that was giving more time to my patients when they needed to. I was, you know, let's say I was going in because we were supposed to talk about their diabetes, but I see the patient seconds from tears. I no longer care about your diabetes because that will always be there. But what's going on right now is what's important. Um, and, And through that, I learned that I'm I'm not fit for traditional medicine. Um, actually, my program director literally said to me one day, she said, one of these days, you're going to be a very good doctor for a very select group of people because you're not going to do well in corporate medicine. And I was like, thank you. Like, I didn't think of it as an insult. I was just like, thank you. I don't think I will fit with corporate medicine because the idea of having 15 minute appointments makes absolutely no sense. Like you can't get any information. Um, And one of our trainers uh, in my program said to me, he said, if you just let a patient talk long enough, they will tell you what's wrong and how to treat it. But our system is so messed up that doctors don't have the time to sit and just listen. 
and get to know you. Uh, and we've lost that doctor-patient relationship where you trust that your doctor is telling you the right thing. Uh, and it's just take a med here, you know, go to this new specialist, that specialist sends you to somebody else. And you're not taught how to listen to your body. I truly believe the body has the ability to heal itself if we learn how to get out of the out of its way. I know how to teach you how to get out of your own way so that your body can heal itself. Oh my gosh. So true. And I think so many times we just accept the fact that, all right, well, this is the way that the system is. I must just have to go with it. So how can we start to make a change and start to advocate for ourselves when we feel just kind of stuck? Um, the first thing is not waiting until a thousand things are broken to go to your doctor. Uh, I think that is one of the biggest mistakes that people make is they they wait and they wait and they wait and then they go in and you have a 15 minute appointment, but you have 20 things to talk about. There's no way that we can get through all of those things. So actually reaching out, going to your doctor yearly for your physical, making sure that thing, you're caught up on everything, that's kind of big and key. But then also when you go in, let your doctor know what your interests are. I'm interested in, in health and wellness. I'm interested in changing my life. I'm willing to make changes because the longer you've been in medicine, the more jaded you become. You start to feel like no patient actually wants to do well for themselves. And so you tend to treat everybody the same, which is so bad. Um, but if a patient doesn't know that they can tell their doctor, like, hey, I'm willing to make changes. How can I lose this, you know, 20 pounds that you keep telling me I need to lose? How can I, you know, get off of these medications? Because most medications that we have people on are not necessarily things that we should be keeping them on forever. It's supposed to be something for in the gap while we're making the lifestyle changes so that we can come off of them. But if you're never taught what to do to get off of your diabetes medication, then you're on it for the rest of your life. Oh my gosh, that's an excellent point. And you know, just something as simple as making the time to go to the doctor before it gets to be too much puts us into proactive mode versus reactive. And I feel like so much of society, we're just, it's reactive. We're trying to put a Band-Aid on it. Like after the fact, we're trying to look for these quick fixes. We want the instant results. Exactly. And that's always been a, a horrible thing. Like I'm, I'm of the, I'm millennial, like I'm of that generation where I want everything fixed immediately. Uh, but then I also being a doctor know that like, that's, that's not reasonable. You know, things did not break overnight. You're not necessarily going to fix them overnight, you know, and even something as simple as, you know, oh, the pain started overnight. Well, that was a process that, that puts you on the path to that pain coming at that point. And so it's like, if we're being proactive and making sure that we're living as healthily as possible, we're eating as healthily as possible with the guidance of um, a provider, then we can prevent ourselves from getting into our 60s, 70s, and 80s on thousands of different medications. I'm exaggerating, but like, you know, tens of medications Yeah, uh, because it's not necessary. You know, when you grow older, you're not supposed to be debilitated and terrible memory loss and you can't walk. Like that's not how it's supposed to be, but you have to make those steps in the beginning. You can't wait until you're 50 and 60 and your kids are out of the house and, and now I wanna get healthy. Well, you're behind the eight ball at that point. But if you focus on yourself now and especially being mom, mompreneurs, I think I'm saying it wrong, but um, being moms, moms have a really bad tendency of, I'm just going to take care of everybody else. 
and I can worry about myself later. But what I always tell my uh, women in my practice is if you go down, your family goes down. So you have to prioritize yourself. Self-care is not selfish. It is making sure that you are set up so that you can take care of everybody else. But it, it takes a little bit of effort. And it does because it's hard to put yourself first. It's hard to make the time. But when you reframe it, like you just described, it's necessary. It's not selfish at all because yes, if you go down, that ship is ship is sinking fast. You know, right. who's going to get the kids from point A to point B? And you know, we're these master navigators and logistical coordinators and it can't be done alone. Like it, it, it takes a lot of moving pieces to fit perfectly into place in order for that machine to keep running. So the fact that you touched upon that is just, oh, so, so good. Now, did you always see yourself getting into medicine when you growing, were growing up? Had you ever, you know, always thought, okay, I'm going to be a doctor and I'm going to do it different. I'm going to do it my way. And it's going to be amazing. Um, so I've always wanted to be a doctor, uh, since I was eight, I had the most amazing pediatrician. Uh, she was that person that you could go to with anything and she wouldn't judge you. And I wanted to be that person for someone else. Like I remember when I had to go to her and tell her like, Hey, I lost my virginity and you know, and I'm 16 years old and I'm expecting her to like get into my case. And she's like, okay, well, were you safe? Do we need to do a pregnancy test? Let's get you on birth control. Like, there was no judgment. It was all about education and making sure that I was living my best life. And I wanted to be that for other people. Um, but no, I didn't always assume, assume that I would start my own practice, but it was once I actually got into training and started to see the changes that were coming down the road, I realized that's, that's not going to work for me. Um, I'm not going to be successful in a practice where they expect me to see patients every 15 minutes or where I don't have the choice to pick and choose my patients or let my patients pick and choose me. Um, where I'm not able to encourage lifestyle management because that's where I feel like we've we've messed up. We've gone so far into the idea of pharmaceuticals being the fix for everything that like when I tell people, let's say somebody calls me up about a cold and I tell them, hey, the best cough medicine is just a tablespoon of unfiltered honey. And they look at me like I've lost my mind. And it's like, well, why aren't you giving me a pill? because the pill isn't gonna work as well as something natural will. The fact that we've gone that far down into the pharmaceuticals is so saddening that you know people just, they don't trust natural things. They don't trust just regular diet and exercise. Everything has to be a quick fix, a pill. And I didn't wanna do that. I knew, I knew as I was going through training that that was, I was either going to not be a doctor or I was going to have to do things my own way. And um, luckily, I found out before I finished training about um, direct primary care and concierge medicine and realized that's my niche because then I can create uh, what I want and not be beholden to anybody. Incredible. And that's where knowing yourself, that self-awareness, no matter what type of business you have is absolutely key because everybody worries about niching down. They're like, okay, if I have a niche, nobody will come to me. I am only, I only have such a small audience. No, those are your people. You will talk to those people. Those are the people that you enjoy working with and that are going to enjoy working with you and appreciate what you do, respect what you do, respect your time, respect your boundaries. And it just 
create such a better relationship. But I think starting out in business, that can be something that's scary because it's like, wait, wait a minute. I, I need, I need money. I need income. I need patients. I need clients. Like we get in such a scarcity mindset, but that's where we burn ourselves out because then we're doing something we don't even enjoy. And life oh, yeah. is meant to be lived for crying out loud. <laughs> Yes, I completely agree. I have a I have a doctor friend that we're constantly having that conversation with each other and having to talk each other off the ledge because it's like you cannot make fear-based decisions. You cannot live in this mindset of scarcity. You you have to if you're going to just build what you were trying to escape, what was the point? You know, why go into business for yourself if you're just going to build what you hated? that was already out there. You could have just gotten a job and not had the stress of being your own boss and figuring out, oh my God, taxes. I hate taxes. <laughs> but you know, what I remember um, a thing that I learned quite a few years ago, I heard, uh, you know, life is going to hurt, but you can choose where that hurt is. You can choose where those pain points are for you. And for me, yeah, taxes suck, but I get to choose my patients. And I remember the very first paycheck that I got from an insurance company, I'd done the coding wrong. It was crazy. I think I billed out like $200 worth of services and I got a check for $9.90. But you have never seen someone so excited to cash a check for $9.90 because I knew that I had earned every single cent of that $9.90, that it was all mine, that it wasn't going to anybody else, and that I did this on my own. I was so proud of it. And then I figured out how to get the rest of my money. <laughs> yeah, like you, you're right. When you live in that sense of scarcity, you you make fear-based decisions and it's, it's not worth it. It's not. Yeah. And it, it really does hold us back and it can make or break a business, you know, whether you let that, that fear control you or you start to harness control of it. And yeah, taxes are something that I'm like, that was the first thing I outsourced. I'm like, nope, that is way outside of my zone of genius. There are people that are very intelligent with this. Here you go. There you go. <laughs> hey, take I mean, my QuickBooks, I screwed that up and I'm like, I'm sorry here. Can you yes. figure this out? So yeah, just knowing like, okay, I don't have to do every single thing within my business. There are people that can help me that I can outsource some of these items. And I think starting your own business is it's scary to do that, but you have to be willing to accept help from others because you're not alone in this journey. You're not supposed to be doing everything by yourself. No, completely agree. Completely agree. Like when I first started, I, I've always loved counseling and and talking to people. Like I tell people all the time, like I'm gonna give you my opinion regardless. Like that's just me. So I wanted to be a counselor, but then I realized, you know, counseling they go to school for years to understand how to guide you appropriately. Why would I try to do that? You know, kind of half acid. You know, yeah. pardon my French, but like when I could just bring somebody in that knows what they're doing. Um, and as I saw a need or um yeah really when I, as i saw a need for something i would find someone else so like my practice when you're a part of my practice you get access to a mental health counselor a yoga instructor a massage therapist a personal trainer and we just added on a, a weight loss mindset coach because these are things that i personally feel are what's important when it comes to health you know, it's not about having a cardiologist and a pulmonologist. Like if we're doing things proactively, you should never have to see those people. You know, we should be able to put these people out of work uh, by just being healthy and taking care of our mind, body, and spirit. It's all connected. 
Oh, I appreciate that so much because we forget about the mind and spirit. You know, we get so wrapped up in, again, just fixing things after the fact that yes, we can take steps so that we don't need to rely on all of these things down the road. And I just think what you are doing is incredible. It is so needed. And I so appreciate you being a pioneer navigating this change in society because I think people are starting to wake up to it. We're starting to realize, wait a minute, are there other you know, holistic solutions? Are there other things that I could be doing rather than popping a pill? You know, there's, I think we're finally starting to get it and we're seeing it. So thank you so much for all of you, all of what you do. You are just phenomenal. So where can we find you? So um, my medical office is in Fairlawn in the Target Plaza on Market Street above the Panera. Uh, and surprisingly, most people don't realize that there is a, an above the Panera. Uh, the entrance to get to the second floor is actually to the right of the Great Clips. So if you go halfway down the Panera building, there's a Great Clips and right next to that is the uh, doors to go upstairs. You go down the left hall, we're right there. Um, if we're not in, I've got brochures on the wall. Um, and then I also have a website. Uh, my website is Monarch Ideal Care. So M-O-N-A-R-C-H-I-D-E-A-L-C-A-R-E.com. Check out my website on pretty much every page at the bottom. There's a link to schedule a free meet and greet. Come in, sit down, talk to me, see if this is a good fit for you actually read through the website and see if my philosophy of medicine actually works for what you're you're needing because there are some patients that need a whole system behind them and what I tell my people is it's literally just me and you taking care of you there's no whole system that's how I keep prices low that's how I uh, I utilize technology so you know you schedule yourself online you can you come in if your appointment is at three you're coming in at three you're out by 3 30. You know, it's not a half a day or a whole day off of work to go to the doctor. I'm not about that. I want you to respect your time, respect my time, be an advocate for your health. And and I want you living. I don't want you in my office. I want you out in the world living. But yeah, so Monarch Ideal Care, we're on the second floor of the Panera building. The address is 2855 West Market Street, Suite 204. Uh, and... Yeah, that's how you reach out. Oh my gosh, absolutely incredible. Thank you, Leslie, for taking time out of your busy schedule to have this conversation because it's going to benefit so many people and impact so many women. I hope so. I hope so. I I just do this because I love it and I like being my own boss and I like helping people. Like that's mm. that's why I got into this field is to be able to help people and working for myself, um, allows me to help as many people as are interested in my brand of medicine. Oh my gosh. I love it. Well, thank you so much. And until next time, mamas, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 